This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Day in Crime is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to TenderFit Plus at TenderFitPlus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Todd McComas, and I just learned that the word Wednesday was derived from the Germanic god Woden. So in Old English, today was Woden's Day. I don't know why we ever changed that. Wednesday sounds stupid. Wednesday sounds like a question for which the correct answer is right before night. But you're not here for an etymology lesson. You're here to catch up on crime news. So let's hand this microphone over to my guy and your host, Eric Quintana. Don't trust YouTube moms, missing in Spain, bulldog heist, and a Super Bowl shooting update. All that and more coming up next on This Day in Crime. Happy hump day, everybody. Hump day! I'm Eric Quintana, and today is February 21st, 2024. So look, like 99% of us are addicted to social media. We're not proud of it. We're not all screaming about how much we love social media. We all just accept that China's taking all that information of what we like, what we don't like, what we save. They'll use it against us in the worst way one day. The worst way. But until then, we don't really care. We're all definitely going to get our swipe on day in and day out. What we won't do is get our parenting advice from the now notorious Ruby Frankie. Oh, and her quote unquote business partner too, Jody Hildebrandt. Maybe you've missed it. I doubt it. But in case you did, back in August, one of the children of the popular parenting YouTuber escaped her business partner's house and went to a neighbor's house and begged for help. The help was asking for food and water. The neighbor then saw duct tape on the boy's ankles and wrists. The neighbors called law enforcement and the boy was sent to the hospital and put on a medical hold due to the deep lacerations from being tied up with a rope and from his malnourishment. Police then found Frankie's 10-year-old daughter malnourished in her business partner's house. Both Ruby and Jody were arrested on suspicion of two counts of aggravated child abuse. Both eventually pleaded guilty to the charges and yesterday, both were sentenced to prison. Both women got four consecutive prison terms, but the most they could serve is 30 years due to a Utah law on consecutive sentences. Before sentencing, Eric Clark, the Washington County attorney, wanted to make sure everyone knew what kind of environment Ruby Frankie had created for her children. He stated both these women held Ruby's children in a concentration camp-like setting. The children were regularly denied food, water, beds to sleep in, and any form of entertainment. They were isolated from others and hidden when people came to visit the house. They were forced to do physical tasks like carry loaded boxes up and downstairs, wall sits for hours at a time. They had to do manual labor outdoors, sometimes without shoes and socks. 
They were beaten and the 12 year old was regularly bound hand and foot after he attempted to run away in July. Eric Clark also said that since she's been caught, she's shown considerable remorse by agreeing to serve consecutive prison terms. But given the severity of what she's done, the consecutive sentences are appropriate. Frankie's attorney then spoke, then Frankie herself, basically saying she had a distorted version of reality, she took full accountability of her actions, and that it was her preference that she serve a prison sentence. She had a tearful apology to her husband and to her children, and honestly, I just stopped listening to her statement after that because I didn't buy any of it. Feel free to go check it out, but as someone who seemingly faked her way through being a YouTube parenting influencer, I don't actually imagine her way of thinking was just zapped out of her. Disclaimer though, I don't have kids, I never watched her stuff. We'll see how long she actually serves. It seems as though the Utah Parole Board will determine how long she actually spends in prison. But you tell me, does she deserve all 30 years? If not, should she ever be allowed to see her kids ever again? I think the biggest lesson to be learned here is don't trust all the social media influencers. Don't trust all those TikTok couples. They all look happy on the outside. They all portray the best versions of themselves. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. If you had someone follow you around and make highlight TikToks of your life every day, you'd look just as awesome. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. That being said, I'm going to go take a break from recording this and go jump on TikTok for a bit. Oh man, an hour of TikTok can turn into a three second pause thanks to the power of editing. But I'm back with a good old fashioned true crime mystery that's been making the rounds over the last week. A Florida woman has gone missing in Spain. 40 year old Ana Maria Konezovic was in Spain to get away and take a break from a divorce she was going through. She's been in Madrid since December, but has been missing since February 2nd. Before her disappearance, a man in a motorcycle helmet sprayed the surveillance cameras of her building with black paint. 30 minutes after that, a friend of Anna's, Sana Ramo, and Anna's brother both received text messages the next day saying that she had met someone wonderful the day before and was headed to a summer house outside of Madrid. But Sana had spoken with Anna the day before and she hadn't mentioned anything about meeting a man. You'd think that'd be a topic of conversation with a close friend. She also mentioned her signal was spotty, now, where's the husband? Well, his name is David Konezovic, and he traveled to Serbia in January where he has family. His attorney has said he has nothing to do with what's going on and has no information as to why she would have disappeared in the manner she did. His passport will show that he was in Serbia and never in Spain. There's a ton of nuance to this story, stuff like audio messages between friends, poorly translated Spanish that looks like someone just, you know, Google translated some words and hit send. There's a trip to Barcelona that doesn't really gel with the timeline Anna had with a trip planned with Sana. Some say it was a nasty divorce. David's attorney disputes that idea. And who is this mystery man she apparently met? Spain's finest are on it. And when there are any updates, we'll be all over it. Don't you roll your eyes at me. I'm here to tell you about something awesome. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. So last week we had some dude who decided he wanted to burn a bunch of puppies alive. This week we've got some real bad people who stole a dozen French bulldogs from a South Carolina home. It was a straight up puppy heist. Five masked robbers wearing dark clothing broke into a homeowner's garage on February 13th around 10 a.m. in North Charleston, South Carolina. They then proceeded to load in a bunch of puppies into a white cargo van. And load is a generous word, because what they really did was just throw these dogs into the back of the van. Some of them still in their cages. The estimated value of these dogs? About $37,000. There's a video of the whole incident, which is likely why it's just now hitting the news. It's not a terrible watch, but you'd see just how aggressive these robbers were with these dogs. The look of confusion on some of the French Bulldogs' faces says it all. If you had asked me before the story what the most stolen dog breed was, I would have no clue. Now, I know French Bulldogs are the number one stolen breed since 2020. I want these people found. I want them dealt with. Because while I value all human life, puppies, especially French Bulldog pups, are way more important. We have an update on the men arrested after the shootings during the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Two men have been charged with second-degree murder along with several weapons counts. As a reminder, that shooting left one person dead and roughly two dozen others injured. The two men were strangers who began firing their guns within seconds of starting an argument. The two gunmen are Lindell Mays and Dominic Miller. Here's what happened. Two groups of people grew agitated over the other, believing that the other group was staring at them. Mays and a friend aggressively approached the other group. Mays heard someone from the other group say, I'm going to get you, which he took to mean that someone from the other group was going to try and kill him. He says he hesitated to shoot because he knew there were kids around him. He then said he chose a random person from the other group to shoot as the person was running away. Miller said he and his friends began running after hearing the shots, but ended up being shot in the back. Investigators then told Miller 
they had video of him chasing someone in May's group and shooting. Miller then admitted to firing four or five shots. The woman who was killed died from a bullet shot from Miller's gun. You may be wondering what second degree murder specifically means in this case. Because it doesn't seem that either of the shooters planned to specifically kill anyone, it's not a premeditated murder. It's not considered first degree murder. This shooting is more of a spur of the moment intention to kill, which falls more into the second degree murder category. That's your non-lawyer law school moment of the day. If you've been following the story of Audrey Cunningham, the 11-year-old Texas girl who went missing on February 15th when she didn't show up for school, well, I've got some sad news. Authorities announced yesterday that they located her body in the Trinity River. Audrey was last seen at her home at around 7 a.m. and should have gotten on the bus at her bus stop to go to school. School officials said that the school bus did not pick up Audrey, nor did she report for school. Authorities are saying a dark blue 2003 Chevy Suburban belonging to 42-year-old Don Stephen McDougall was tied to Audrey's disappearance. Audrey's mother believes McDougall may be a friend of Audrey's father. Police already have McDougall in custody on an unrelated assault charge, but say he's a person of interest in Audrey's disappearance. McDougall does have past convictions for enticement of a child, and it seems like it's only a matter of time before police make an official arrest. So here's the shocking headline. A nine-year-old has been arrested in the death of a 32-year-old man. I actually Googled how old the youngest person to be arrested in the US was, and unofficially, I found seven years old to be the youngest. I gotta think, even after the story I'm about to share with you, the cops probably felt weird putting a kid this young in handcuffs. Officers of Tooele City Police Department in Tooele, Utah, were called to the scene of a home last Friday night and found the 32-year-old man unconscious and bleeding from a gunshot wound to his head. He was transported to the hospital where he later died. The nine-year-old is a relative of the man they presumably shot. Details are being kept very much under wraps because of the age of the suspect. For example, we don't yet know what led to the man being shot or if the nine-year-old is gonna face charges. What authorities did say was that the child had access to the gun, but it's not known if it was properly secured. There were also apparently other people in the home, but police haven't identified how many. I have to imagine more details about this story are gonna come out eventually, and whenever they do, We'll let you know. All right, that does it for me today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow with Laura Benson for all the top headlines for Thursday. And if you have a French bulldog, be on the lookout for those prowling puppy pilferers. Peace! This Day in Crime is a production of Tenderfoot TV in partnership with Odyssey, produced in association with Burning Mountain Productions. Sources for today's episode and full credits can be found in the show notes, and you can follow us on social media at This Day in Crime. We're back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University, Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? 
Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.